All right, everybody. It is the ID84 show, episode 182, live from our uh, isolated locations. It is 90 degrees outside. I am sweating my balls off in the studio that has no air conditioner yet. Um, and Adam is probably nice and cool in his. Do you put the air conditioners in yet? I have, I have one in my living room. I'm in my kitchen. It, it's pretty toasty in here, but I'm not nearly as bad as you. I'm a little uncomfortable, but manageable. Yeah. Well, I have no pants on. So, I mean, that's going to make things a lot easier today. I, I don't either. Because I can't. And uh, we have a guest tonight coming on shortly. Um, joining us in a bit is going to be Dame Grant. I believe he's joining us from California. We'll bring him on in about 10 I minutes. I know he's from Chicago. I don't oh, know he's, he's, from Chicago. Chicago. He's, he's from Chicago. That doesn't mean he's not in California. He, he's, I think he's from Chicago. I don't have know if watched, he's... Have you watched any of his uh, some, some of his stuff on there? I listened to one of his podcasts for a half hour while I was working out. Yeah, that's what I did too. Are you back at the gym? Are you at the gym? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Not as I'm gonna probably finally start to hit full steam pretty soon. It's uh, I hate fucking working out with the mask, and now it's gonna be. I know that's coming off Saturday. Yeah. Thank God we can have a burning session. And do you think you know, Planet Fitness is gonna continue making you wear a mask when you're in there? They better. I hope. I hope not. I know some places I go to, some are keeping it, some aren't. Mm-hmm. Like the liquor store I frequent, they're getting rid of it. Yeah. Um, I went to the Target in Danvers the other day and. They, as long as they said, if you're vaccinated, you don't got to wear a mask. And I go, no shit. How would I, they know that you are? What do you have to walk I, around with your card on you? Yeah, like the scarlet letter. You have to walk okay. around with the SS symbol on you like you're in the Nazi Germany. They can't, I mean, like I said, they can't ask you because it's against I know you them. said, uh, Ooh, margin. Is the is glass the, half open or did, where'd you get that? Did I give you that to you? Yeah. Oh, is that the single to mile one? Yeah. That's right. All right. Yeah. It's like, I forgot you coming. I came in on single to mile. You were there like briefly, right when we opened. Yeah, I had, a, I had a lie to a black woman who, who was like, oh, shit. She's like, oh, shit, we can keep these. Because oh, I remember right. that the one-legged girl accidentally took mine. And I'm like, hey, my glass. That was a lot, right? Yeah, the yeah, lie to the black lady about the one-legged girl. <laughs> the, 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 the black was like, hey. She's like, oh, we can keep these. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, I used to work here. And she's yeah. like, ah, okay. They were a souvenir in which the more I gave away that night was more better for me because more better because my English is great. Better for me because they uh, didn't have to wash them. And surprisingly, we still have a shit ton of those ones left. So they're a collector's item. They may be worth money someday. You never know. Who it does knows? say uh, 2021. It does say 21 on it. There you go. You know, the 20, we never got the 2020 ones for obvious reasons. So yes. look at that. It's like an invisible, an invisible liquor there. Um, you uh, have to say um, it is hot out. It's been the first. Yeah, look at that. Oh, it's invisible. Looks I'm, like I'm not holding anything, man. <laughs> I was going to say, it looks like you jerking off the invisible man <laughs> well, after still, what sorry what do you say um it's hot and um that's all i gotta say about that it's fucking sweating i'm like already sweating up here it's this room has it's probably I, I don't have a thermostat in here but i'm gonna go on a limb and say it's probably 90 degrees in here easily no, and i get a weird bug bite i don't know if you noticed on my neck it's all red on my arm and on my neck and it had to happen at bed last night because I didn't get home from work last night. I, I, by the time I got home, it was like 1, 30, 1 o'clock, 1.30. I got in the shower. I got in the bed like at 2-ish. So between 2 and 6, I got eaten alive. I, I was telling Sue, I hope it's not one of those spiders that implanted their eggs in me. And then on Friday, when I'm on the airplane on my way to Florida, they hatch. And it's like, spiders on the plane. We got spiders on the plane. 
No, a worse problem could be that they're in your fucking bedroom. That's even worse because getting rid of that shit. My mom had that because it got they got loose in her apartment complex and this carpet. Yeah. They like carpet and shit. Yeah, and yeah. like it, like the whole apartment complex had to be bombed to get, I, kill them all. They don't go away. Yeah, we do have my Roomba does his, his regular routine in the morning. So I don't know. It's we have a lot of bugs in this house. We're in the wilderness, if you if you obviously know. Um, and it's a very old house, and the siding isn't exactly sealed very nice. So we have to get that done. A lot of stuff has to be done, you know? Yeah, but if it's just a traditional bug bite, it's no problem. Yeah, but if it's a bed it bugs. No, I don't think it's no, I don't think it's a bed bug. It's like a spider or something. Oh yeah. yeah. Um the house could burn down while we're in Florida. And then we just get a new one. I shouldn't say that though, because if the Why house would you down, say that? That's an insurance <laughs> issue right there, right? They'll be like, Well, we have video evidence of you saying Yeah, you calling it yeah it's like notre dame of uh of uh fires. so when um, uh when, when do you leave uh friday at seven fifteen, we leave boston we connect in baltimore and we are in tampa by midnight are you leaving are you leaving from work I, you obviously leaving uh we well so it's a little bit different this time so technically i would like we did last time because that, that idea worked great but when we land we land at four uh we have to Oh, Sue's watching. Of course she's watching. It's the first time she's watching this. She's like, don't say that. I don't want the house burning down. Um, unfortunately, when we land at 4 o'clock, we have to get the dogs by before 6 o'clock. So if it was a typical Monday, PetSmart's open till like 9. So we had plenty of time to go back to the car because it takes about an hour and a half. If you have a plan on leaving the car at work, it takes an hour and a half to take the train to Boston and then walk from like uh, the train station. So we took like the blue line to State Street, Orange Line, to North Station, then we walked to Charlestown. So it takes about an hour and a half, which is fine, but we'll have no, there'll be no time for us to go and uh, get enough time to get the dogs in time. So what we are doing is we're just going to leave my car at uh, Margarita's. And so if anyone wants to steal it, my car will be there for three days. Um, and then um, we will, uh, we're actually parking our car at the airport and paying an astronomical amount of money. It's a, it's a either it's a wash. We either pay the extra money to uh, leave the dogs an extra night in doggy daycare, or we pay the money to get the car. I'd rather just get the car and get the get home early. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, you want to get back to your bed, your own place when you get back. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that's the deal. So it's it's so this is have you ever parked your car at the airport before? No, I never have. So usually you could, I played I did it once the economy lot and it's like an economy lot's like fifteen dollars a day, right? It's not too much. Maybe $20 a day. So if you go on for three days, it's like 60 bucks. The actual, that's closed right now because of COVID. So they just have the premiere a lot, which is $76 for the first day and $50 for each additional day. So we're there for three days. So it's going to be close to $200 to park your car at the airport. How fucking outrageous is that? How is that even right? That's ridiculous. Wait, why don't... Uh... I was thinking, I was just trying to think, maybe we could talk tomorrow morning because I was thinking, why don't you on Friday, instead of going directly to work, come to my place. You can leave your Jeep at my place. I drive you. Wait, you still, Sue still has to come to you. Yeah. So the problem is not getting to the airport because I was actually going to ask you if you just yeah. want to drive my car to the airport and then drive it back to Charlestown and leave it there. The problem is on Monday getting, uh, we even thought about maybe if I left one of the cars at Margarita's and she could just Uber to Margarita's, but then you still got to wait for an Uber. The problem is we have about an hour to get the dogs. That's like the sucky pot. So any other, driveway. Yeah. Any other time would be fine. It's just the, the, the time we have to get the dogs is like, ugh. 
That's the these are the days I wish Danger Powers was still living in the house. Then he could just you know he's the built-in babysitter. I, I have something I want to talk about that kind of skeeves me. It's a little weird. We're kind of changing topics a little here, but yeah. like okay, so you know Elliot Page, the one oh, who had yeah. the sex. Do you see those pictures? The one of like you know shirtless with abs. Hot. No, but like, do you think there should be a sensor bar over that? Because I mean, yeah. there's no boobies anymore, but like I know, but there's still boobies. But just yeah, know. but your name is Elliot, but you still have a vagina. But you do get remember this. These are the same people who are sent to the internet who also have that 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 thing on YouTube that says, yeah. "Is this a dildo or or is this my boyfriend's penis?" And oh, it's okay, not okay. censored. Remember, I showed you that video. Yes. So anyone, there's no age restriction on there. So a two year old could go on there and click on it and watch. Is this a dildo? Is this my boyfriend's yeah. penis? And it's yeah. basically two dudes, and one's behind a curtain, and he sticks stuff in his boyfriend's butt. And he has to decide if it's a dildo. I mean, this is a true story. You can go on YouTube and Google this, but they they don't censor it. But they'll censor like someone who has a he, an ideal ideology on some kind of political stance that may not agree with the people of YouTube and Google. I guess it's okay for there not to be because if anybody was to see this, you would think it's a guy. You would. It be. does look like a yeah. guy. But don't you think you're taking advantage of the situation? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you're like, I think, yes. Okay. Yes. She's, she's declaring herself as a dude. Whatever. Fine. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, I really those don't do care. look like pecs. Those they, do. Do look, they don't look like boobs. I get it's fine. But, but it's I feel weird. Still, it's still a girl though. Yeah. I feel weird. Is it not a girl? I mean, I know she identifies as a boy, but genetically she's still a girl. Correct. Can you get, can you get an attachable penis? Is that a thing? Or is that a room? It's a really good song actually from the early night. It, it is a very good song. Um, is that really a thing or is that like an urban legend? Can you I really get, get one that, of those? Well, they call it strap-ons and occasionally guys... But will like you get it. like a genetically real penis stitched on to you. Uh, probably. I, I mean, remember, we, remember when those Indian guys were calling me and I told them about the idea that me and you had that we, we cast each other's gender sticks to big for toys and the guy was like really excited about our, uh, oh, our, yeah. our new business yeah. uh, that we're going to be doing? P-Town, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to grab an unusual audience today because typically we launch this show on the DJ ID84 show mm-hmm. Facebook page, but because Facebook sucks and their pages aren't working properly today, we are just broadcasting on my personal um, Facebook page and we're just sharing. <laughs> yeah, so we might be attracting people who may not ordinarily watch the show, but now they know about what we think about the detachable penis. Got to mix it up, you know? Yeah. Got to mix that, it up. Like- with that in mind, we should bring in our guest. We should. We should bring in Dane. He's been waiting long enough. Let's uh, see if Dane's there. Dame. Dame. I'm thinking of Dane Cook. Dame. 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 And his name's there in case you guys forget it, which is perfect. It's always convenient. I do, 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 do. Connected. The internet is terrible. So I'm sitting there about a half hour before uh, the show starts watching Elmo with the little guy. And all of a sudden, it just freezes. And then I look, and I know when the power is going out because my um, my security cameras will stop blinking. Well, not when the power is going out, when the uh, online is going out. There he is. Hey, hey what's going on, man? Man, you know, technical difficulties. Everyone's having them. Today. You look like you're at a, uh, a terminal at an airport. Are you? <laughs> is that the or back room? Like the back room at a gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the second one, the second one. <laughs> okay, that was more realistic. The gym, I guess. Yes, there you go. Uh, where, on tires. <laughs> where are you uh, joining us from tonight? Where is your Chicago? Audio? Oh, okay. So you're in Chicago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in the city area. 
Nice. Is it? Uh, do you guys have any heat wave up here, like we are in the Northeast? Uh, we had seventy-seven. That's like it's oh, more. That's, I think that's, that's nice. eighty. It's yeah. Pretty heat wave for us. It's dropping to fifty-nine tomorrow. I Is mean, it really? It's yeah, fifty-nine in rain. Uh, maybe back to seventy-one by Saturday. Back to forties. What the fuck's wrong with the weather? What's going on these days? You know, it went to the days when summer happened and it was just like, you know, 70s at night, 80s during the day. And then you did that for like four months and then you had snow. Like, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's called the good old days, you know? It's the good old days indeed. Before 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know days where you can beat your kids and, you know. <laughs> it's rad. They don't, they don't said anything to you, right? God right. forbid you yell at your kid at a target now. They look at you like you're uh you committing that like it's the moral sin. Wives had to ask if they could drive. You know, not, not that I, not that I'm on board with any of that. You know, no, not at all. It's just you're just talking about the good old days. So just, just so much, so much good at it. You, you could, you know, you can let your dog out and, well. Yeah, you can't do anything these days. Two people get too sensitive. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I think about that, but I don't want to say it out loud because I don't want anybody to get sensitive. Here's the thing. I think a lot of people think about it. Like you said, not a lot of people say it out loud. I think if you pull, if you went and pulled a random group of people, I'd say 75% people agree with us. You know what I mean? Can't please everybody. And the 25% are just sociopath. The 25% of the people who wear a mask where they're driving in a car by themselves, who are fully vaccinated. That's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for, thank you for the reminder. Oh, yeah. He's going to make sure the theater is proper. You know what I mean? He's going to make sure everyone knows and we feed it, you know, make sure it looks good. Well, well, man, well you, even in the back of the gym, you need to. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dave, I got a question. So I was listening to one of your podcasts a little while ago, the one where you're, you're interviewing your dad about collectibles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I just, I got a kick out of it because it, it reminded me of some of the conversations I've had with my dad where it's like, he's overvaluing things. Like it's worth like a zillion dollars. Right. It's like, I got this it's worth a zillion dollars. He's like, Oh, I got a comic book. It's like $80,000 on the black porch. Right. And then, but I just lost my mind laughing when you were talking about how you went to the antique roadshow and you bought three yeah. items. And one guy was like, Sir, this is an old pillowcase. <laughs> I swear to God, that's a true story. That's a true story. I told it to my buddy Matt Mitchell, and he like, and, and I told it to a lot of people, but you know, he and I really capitalized on the story. It was one of those things where like, you just kind of froze after the guy said it, because he was he definitely was like the, um, like the quintessential like appraiser, bow tie, yeah. jacket, yeah. the whole deal. Like this, sir, it's just. Just an old pillowcase. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I feel I like old, old people, like I've learned how to calculate how things are really, how, they're, how they determine value, okay? They take what they think, you take what it's really worth, and then yeah. what you think they think it's worth, multiply that times five, and that's what they're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's right. Remember that show, uh, American Pick, not American Pick, it's um, uh, Pawn, uh, Pawn Stars. Yes. And the guy walks in, he thinks he's getting like a million dollars for something. And the guy's like, yeah, this is like worth 10 bucks. So I'll, I'll give you like $5 for it if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, well, my favorite is like, oh, they're like, what's it worth? They're like $100. It's like, well, what do you want for it? $100. Yeah. You're not going to get, well, it's going to sit there I for a while. There, I got to make a profit. Yeah, oh, I got to find. It gives you all this money. I was like, all right, what the fuck? I'm like, how bad it's you want to gamble? <laughs> yeah. 
and my dad's one of those guys too where he thinks just like and not only is it currently worth like you know uh skyrocket type money but it's just going to continue to appreciate his yeah. like yeah of course yeah and, <laughs> you know and, i think i think a lot of people think it's like that stuff's like like you go to an old person's house, like you, know, you go to your grandparents and you clean it out after death or something like that. And they have these stuff and then they, for the entire life, they told you, oh, this is worth something. You can have this. You pass it down. And it's like, you know, you find out years later, they got it like at a, uh, you know, at a bowling tournament or something like that. And you think, what the fuck is this? Now we're going to sit there and collect us. Happens all the time. And like, it's a, like it's a blessing to us. Like, like one day you can have one day. Right. Get how excited. One day you can have <laughs> This could be all yours, kid. <laughs> this could be yours. Man, yeah. I had no clue. You know? So uh, have you uh, – what's the comedy scene up there in Chicago? How's that going? Has it come back yet? It's, yeah, it's back. It's incredible, man. It's, yeah? Uh, comedy in nice. Chicago. Yeah. It's really strong. Um, you know, both at the clubs, you know, all the clubs we have here, and then the um, independent scene is pretty wild, too. Yeah. Um, you know, we got the classics independently, like, uh, classic staples, like Lincoln Lodge. And, uh, but then our, you know, clubs like Laugh Factory, uh, Zanies, uh, Comedy Bar. Um, and there's, you know, like shows of people putting on bars and whatnot. It's, yeah, it's busy but, every night. Every it's night back, in the open it's mm-hmm. back to normal, though. You guys are back out doing shows and, like, you know, it's... Yeah, I would say it's... Probably not enough to hundred yet, but I'd say okay. it's you know seventy five and eighty five. Yeah, that's better than nothing, I guess. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Boston, yeah. Boston is. Uh, we go back to normal on Saturday. It's a big day for us. We're very excited. Really? Uh, so fully, is that a maskless thing? Like you? Like yeah. You can, oh wow! That's well, brilliant. so right now all bars are closed because you have to be able to sell food in order to be open. That's the act. Uh, catch right there so that means all comedy clubs are pretty much closed because a lot of them don't serve food they just you know just have drinks or like the open mic places and stuff usually dive bars that just serve right. beer and stuff yeah. uh, so all of them have been closed they've been doing comedy shows like uh like a few of the comedy clubs have been doing like yeah, they're doing outdoor ones and then they're doing ones where they're big enough that they could space the people out a little bit and it's only like the a-listers and the b-lister area of comedians that are doing the shows but as for yeah. like the open mic guys and stuff like the smaller shows they should in in theory, come back on Saturday. Hopefully, we'll see. But a yeah, lot yeah. of those bars are closed, so you know. Uh, yeah, I guess I got to kind of. Did you guys ever? Did Boston ever get into, or did you two get into like the whole Zoom comedy thing? Yeah, I did. I did like two shows, and uh, the first show I blew the light so far because I was getting so into it. Like I, I brought the yeah. the screen on. I had the stand up mic, and I was like, I felt I was trying to get into. The, I dimmed the lights in my room so I could feel like I was on stage. And I got too into it, and then I, I forgot to glance down at the monitor, and I was just being like lit up like a Christmas tree. Uh, and I was like, "All right." And then the second time I did it, it was just like they muted everyone else that was in there, except for you. And yeah. like, I, I need a, I need reaction, and I couldn't get right. in. You know, that's crucial to like do. Yeah, like you, the, the back and forth, even because if people are muted and they're smiling, they're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you tell your mother a joke back in the day and she just laughs at you to humor you. And she's not, but she's like, oh, that's great, kid. You're doing good. That's nice. Honey. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. I did it a couple of those uh, Zoom shows. Um, you know, I was just trying to get by, but I started out, I, I was lucky enough to start hosting trivia online okay. with this company called Trivia Hub. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
that that was that's wild because you can oh sorry oh, go ahead no, i was gonna say how do you do your trivia are you like one of those uh like do you like you like some people like really get into it and they like to like be kind of assholeish and like throw horrible questions out there that no one's gonna know the answer <laughs> to so they can feel good about themselves and then you know the people who do trivia who like you know, they're in the middle, they'll throw a few hard ones out, but like ones that people can get to, you know, I kind of yeah. encountered both kinds, you know? Well, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Like, I think that's like what the, what the, um, the attendees or whatever were expecting. They were a little bit nervous or like, oh, is this shit going to be or, or, you know, or what kind of dick is the host going to be? But like, <laughs> this was a company. So they pre-wrote the questions out. Like it was, it was technical. Like yeah. it, oh, shit. it is technical. Um, you know, and you know there's like there's some like pretty solid oversight you know there's a lot of resources like there's like it's like a company it's like a real it's like yeah, yeah. It's like, so how I like bar trivia but not when like the the post being like pretentious asshole like just yeah. by like the first couple of questions i'm like oh fuck this guy i'm not playing this yeah, is I'm like not gonna be in it yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna be in this at all like what is what is what is albert einstein's theory of Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> we just read questions from Trivial Pursuit, which nobody wants to fuck play Trivial Pursuit. No. <laughs> and basically, you're just, you're just waving your dick out there to show how smart you are in front of Yeah. Basically, it is. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So how does it work online? So do people just log in and then they can they sit in a Zoom room and kind of do it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, well, like, uh, you know, Zoom's an option, WebEx, um, yeah. Google Meets, but Zoom is the most popular. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like people log in either as a group or, you know, okay. teams or whatnot. And then, yeah, the host, like, you, like, you know, we run it all from our computer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's solid. It's solid. And then they do theme shit too, you know, like 2020 themed or Harry yeah. Potter themed. Like, I, 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 I host a little. I used to, I was hosting. I had a nice gig hosting trivia every Wednesday night. And then uh, 2020 happened and fucked me. Um, but yeah. it was like, but I, I'm Adam. I was the guy who gives the easy questions. Everyone the, at the oh, end of the game, when it got to the last round, I mean, it was within people just waging the points for the final answer to win. You know, what I mean, it was, it was close enough that it was always too, very close. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. you gotta throw like, have you ever been? Oh my god, you ever seen like Hooters trivia? It's it's bad. It's it's no, that's I'm, really I can't dumb. Pay attention. That'll like, make you feel like, but that's a little too dumb. It's like. Well, I mean, it's like, what is two plus two? Two plus two. And they ask you, like, what's two plus two? Anyone? Half naked girl up there telling you the trivia. No one's paying attention to it. They're like, no. oh, yeah, I keep on talking. <laughs> yeah, for a few well, yeah, and you know, if you can, I, I couldn't last through a ring, uh, through a, um, a round because of uh, diarrhea from the wings. So I don't see <laughs> how anyone. Hey, the wings are a sensitive subject. Adam was a frequent of the Tuesday. All you uh, yeah, uh, no, Thursday already. Get it right. No, Tuesday is wing night. Thursday is boneless night. And yes, I always regret it the next day because, you know, what goes in must come out and that hurts, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't think in like, you know, you know, like if I'm with a girl and I'm like, you know, every like once a month I'd go. Like, Why do you go to Hooters? You must you don't go for wings. No, I really do. Please tell me <laughs> another boneless all you can eat place that exists and i will go i can't find another one i can't Bro, in boston you can't you know wing nope. stop buffalo well or uh, yeah, all you can eat you have like you have this buffalo well like they the have like discount eat, yeah. wing night but they don't have an all you can eat wing night do you I know there's a wing shortage in the country fuck what Whoa. yes yeah. so the, the, the bar i work at we won't have actual wings for the next six weeks 
Definitely. And I don't understand how you can get the tenders and the breast, but you're not getting the wings. What kind of chickens are they growing that don't have the wings? You know what I mean? Like you figure, and isn't it sad that like it's for every four wings you kill in one chicken? Seems yeah. weird, doesn't it? Yeah, that's oh. fucked up. They might just start just like selling tenders at that point, because then you can exactly. cut the, you know, the 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 breast, the boob, whatever. Yes. Um, the chicken die. boob. <laughs> you know, don't want to get too graphic. Yeah, you know? no, I I feel where you're coming from. Yeah, it's like so. I, I mean, maybe they're just growing these chickens without wings. Like you know, but the pandemic got the the wings. You know, it took them <laughs> off. They genetically modified them. Sound like you got to call it WWF, not <laughs> not not. Not the OG WWF, not Hogan, Hulkamania. No. Oh, the one that sued the WWF. Yeah, the World Wildlife right. Federation. Yes. Oh, Wildlife Federation. Call them. Call Peter. They're Get not these. as. <laughs> the, 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 the OG WWF was cool. The ones that sued him for the name back, not so cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well. I'm hoping I can get cast in like one of those commercials, so I don't want to say anything bad about them. <laughs> um, you know, money's money. That's uh, right. But I mean, would I prefer that? You know, Vince McMahon and those guys got to keep their name. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely, absolutely. You so know? one day you might be holding a like a little duckling that got oil on it, and then Sarah McLaughlin would be playing in the background. You can look up to the camera and be like, you know, for your generous donation of almost thirty cents a day, you can make these these ducks live again. You know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you make them live again. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm next to a bunch of just like almost dead ducks. I'm like, yeah. send the money. We can still save these. And the worst part is they put those commercials on like at 2.30 at night when you're coming home from the bar. So you're like, you're drunk and you're very emotional and you're sitting there in front of the couch <laughs> and you just want to watch something nice. And it's like, these ducks, these dogs are dying. We need your help. I'm sitting there I'm like, where's the phone? I need a call. I need a phone. <laughs> Those commercials oh, take up an entire break, an entire commercial break of rescue animals. Like yeah. wiped. I can't watch that. I just change the channel and then I try to go back to it. But when I go back to it, it's still fucking on because the ch it just lasts forever. Yeah, that's true, man. Like for me, it was like I I got I got too into Sarah McLaughlin as an artist. <laughs> and so I had to, because you know after that song, I got into that. Uh, you know. Um, uh, I think the song's called Edie Eddie. Oh yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some late '90s stuff right there. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, Natalie Merchant. Yeah. Oh my God, Natalie Merchant. Ever that name? Do you think when you go on a date with Sarah McLaughlin, like at, like after appetizers, she sits or she judge? First of all, she judges what you order for food. She wants to make sure you know you're eating it too. That's endangered. And then yeah, after you're done, she tries to sign you up for a 30 cents a day to help the animals. And you feel <laughs> obligated at that point. You know, I don't, sound like a, I don't like to sound like an asshole, but like, you know, we should be saving animals, but like, shouldn't we save like humans? Like we have a homeless problem in a lot of places. I feel oh. like, you know, animals are, you know, we got, they're cute. We got to help them. But humans, uh, we're human. We, we got, we got a wild homeless situation. Uh, yeah, situation. everywhere it's bad. It's horrible. Yeah, Chicago, I, every night on the news, it seems like it's – know I've been to Chicago a couple of times, and I love it. Downtown area, you know, Wrigleyville, all that stuff. I had a great time. I've never, went to, I never went to the sections of Chicago, which I see the – looks like some bad areas um, every night on the news, but I can only imagine what the hell that's like down there. 
Well, the, well, the homeless population is really thriving. I don't want to say thriving. thriving. <laughs> doing great. It's thriving. <laughs> uh, edit that out and the start. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, the suffering is at its peak. Yes, it's yeah. For the homeless population in downtown Chicago, to me. Wow. It's like, yeah, certain pockets. It's like, you know, it's everywhere. And you think about like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of like animal rescue, but no human rescue. Yeah. You know, people are just out there uh, suffering, man. It's, it's, it's bad news. It's bad news. Oh. I used to volunteer with a uh, homeless organization. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. I mean, like, they just, I mean, it's not so bad in the summertime. You figure, you know, but I can't understand how they live outside in the, in the wintertime, like the way they do. And, Man, it's cold. It's oh, it's, and especially in Chicago, that weather's nasty in the wintertime. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's brutal. It's brutal. You know, we'll, we'll go, we'll go negative, and then negative, negative of negative. You yeah. know, that's why you know. But as you both know, though, populations in Florida and California, Arizona, that's where people migrate to, like yeah. nomads. Yeah, it's you know? yeah, true. If I was you ever know? homeless, I think I would do is you know, Shay shit goes really awry for me, right? And I'm like, you know, what's my options? I guess I'm going to be homeless. I would vacate. I would homeless in Boston in the summertime and then in Florida in the winter. And I would just walk up I-95 and I'll just get my exercise and I'll just migrate. It would take me probably like three weeks to get to Florida. And then I'll three weeks. I'll be like a bird. You know what I mean? And just. I, I think it would take you like three months to walk from Boston to Florida. You're probably more likely. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, see. Could be wrong. You spend your whole summer. But I'm homeless. What am I doing? You know what I mean? True. True. <laughs> I've thought of this too, and I've mapped this out. If I was, if I, if the writing was on the wall that I'm going to be homeless and I could see it coming, I would use the last ounces of funds I have to fly to Hawaii and be homeless with all those homeless people. Because it's Hawaii, I could be outside. You know? Population's huge over there too. Um, yeah, yeah, it's bad. I got to ask you guys a weird question since you're talking about Hawaii. Oh, and, I like you weird. Know, Go for it. it can you, you can't. You gotta, you gotta fly, right? You can't drive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. unless, I mean, unless oh, you, have, unless you have a duck boat. Yeah, yeah. you can yeah. drive over there, I guess, technically. But um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of those converter things, like yeah. they had in, and uh, like Johnny Quest. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Oh, well, Johnny how, Quest reference. All right. You like that? I haven't heard. I don't, know, I don't know how seaworthy they are, but I mean, oh. you can probably get a, you know, you get there in theory, you know. Yeah, yeah, that is the sea. It did is the sea. That's well, right. did you hear about that guy? This is a story. This is totally random. This guy was uh, fishing with his buddy off the coast of Mexico, and they uh, ran out of gas, and the boat drifted out to sea. And the guy was out to sea for, I think, for like 28 days. He ended up, his friend ended up dying that he ended up eating to survive. And uh, his boat washed ashore on an island out near like Hawaii, like one of those like acapelicos out there like close to hawaii like 20 days 28 days later and they found him and the whole family thought he was dead so i mean that's one way to get to hawaii if you don't have the funds you just get on a boat and drift i guess and drew. but you gotta he ate his his, his compadres yeah so in the, the the his friend's family believes that he was murdered for the food um but the guy claims that he just died because he was on a boat with no food for uh 28 days or something like this and they landed on some like island in the middle of the Pacific that it was so random to get to. Like the current had to be going in such a way for this to happen. But uh, God damn! Well, like I mean, times are, times are tough now, and like you got you're faced with two options: uh, 
you know, what are you going to eat? Like another person or fucking cicadas? That's right. And I mean, I was just doing some uh, quick searches. I was curious to see, because you know, people have come from Cuba to Florida on like a floating door. So I was wondering if it was possible to go from California to Hawaii on one. No, no, it's a lot further. No, it's not happening. You tell that to Jack from the Titanic. He made it on a floating piano. Did Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he did. Actually, no, she, Jack she died. She kicked him off. She, yeah, she, she kicked, kicked him, him off. off. That's right. What a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What's her problem? Yeah, 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 that's oh. well, yeah, she shouldn't have done that. That's not very nice. Yeah. There was enough room. He had sex with her in a model That was her meal. That's right. She didn't know how long she was going to be on that floating piano for, you know? She could have killed him and eaten him. That's right. She had, you know, and he sacrificed for her. He had relations with her in a steamed up automobile on the hull of the boat. Yeah, he did. He oh. did. And then and drew her. And drew, and drew her. Some yeah. hard work. Drew her. And then gave her the adventure of her lifetime by holding her off the mat, you know, right. allowed her to think she was fine. That's right. Now, if I did that with my wife, I'd probably drop her because I would have I have no balance whatsoever. And she'd be like, Oh, let me be let me know. And I'd be like this, and then the next thing you know it, I I, I lose my grip and it's all over. That's gonna be your excuse, or are you gonna, is it real? You're in international waters, and you can get away with it. <laughs> this is documented, okay? Just like I was, talking, I was talking about my house having a freak house fire while I'm on vacation, and Adam's like, "You shouldn't say that because the insurance company's gonna be like, oh, did you say something about a house fire when you were gone?'" I'm like, "Yes, I'm kidding, of course." You know, I'm like, okay. "I know, I know." If anything, she's throwing me overboard. And that's, and that's true. Torturous by the ankles in front of the propeller. So I don't just drown. I get chopped up. Oh, God. That's, man. Horrific. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, man. <laughs> I don't like to think about those injuries. Like, injuries like yeah. when people get, like, caught in, like, wing uh, airplane propellers or, mm-hmm. or the, the motorboats. Yeah, sucked into the engine. Yeah. People like survive that. That's like, crazy. poor manatees. Just think of a manatee in Florida. They're an endangered species because motorboats chop them up. Is that true? Yes. So, Somebody called Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> Sarah! Have you ever seen a manatee before? They're basically like these giant animals. They're gentle giants, but they, yeah, they don't, they don't but they get, what they do is they just kind of flop around in like the uh, canals and like the, the entryways of like the water in Florida and then motorboats will chop them up because they'll go They're around. Cows of the ocean. They're cows of the ocean. Cows of the ocean. Jesus. I'm sure Sarah has a uh, fundraiser for them or something like that. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Those and, and stingrays. Yeah, we go through the list, you know. That was one badass stingray, though, that killed that, uh, what's his face? <laughs> like the, uh, the, the crocodile. Steve Irwin, Steve Irwin, Evan. Yeah, Steve Irwin, yes, Steve Irwin. I thought they got to be, I can't do an Australian accent, that was terrible. I was trying to... <laughs> well, you can edit that one out. Sounds very shiny. <laughs> my, my Australian, all my accents sound Asian. I don't know how that happens. Right. <laughs> It's a bomb. Crikey. Just say crikey a lot. <laughs> Man, well, that did not sound like an Asian accent. So you got away with, like, um, you know, you got, you got away with sounding racist. Yeah. Because that did not sound like an Asian accent at all. Here we are in Asian Appreciation Month, and I'm going off on my terrible accents. It's just... I'm telling you, bro. Facebook doesn't hate me now. They will after this show. I can tell you that much. <laughs> you know how you study good? <laughs> you know how you study good Australian accents? How's that? Listen to the Bee Gees. Those dudes are Australian. Okay, yeah, it's actually, yeah. Barry Gibbs and the boys. Yeah. Yes, watch a a Bee Gees documentary. I've been telling too many people about it. I I love it. I was just infatuated with it. I don't think I ever heard the Bee Gees speak. I knew they were 
from the far okay. land. But I don't think I ever back to have a conversation. You should watch it on Amazon Prime. You guys should check it out on Amazon Prime, the BG's documentary. Oh, yeah, it's and, good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Tom Jones. Tom Jones, he's from Australia. It's not unusual. Yeah, that guy, he's great. Mm-hmm. You, unusual. you know, back in the day, women used to throw their panties on stage to him? Like, that was a thing? Makes sense. Makes sense. That, like, imagine be like, because that's like, that's like our grandmothers. We're going to see Tom Jones in the 50s throwing their underwear at Tom Jones on stage. It's pretty gross if you think about it. Think about it. You're standing there at a fucking concert where people are sweating like crazy yeah. and this, this panties, you don't know what's in them. It's covered in sweat, possible skid marks, just launches at you. I don't want to touch that shit. <laughs> it's like the microphone. Skid marks, listen, women do not poop. And you both know that. So oh, No, they definitely don't. No, they don't at all. They don't. Classy. Tampon, no. tampon string stuck to one of them. It's like... Oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Tom Jones, bad idea. And you know the words, you know there weren't sexy panties back in the sixties. No, like the balloons. No. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it was like a hot piece of lingerie. It was like a, it was like a dike bug getting thrown at you. <laughs> just just muffled his mic and everything. <laughs> Not on you. you know. Like we have a problem. No, Tom's no. down. <laughs> but women do that now to Hugh Jackman. Whenever they see him. That's true. You know? I bet they're you know. I think that's like the, that's like the pinnacle of every of every uh, successful man's life. They they could just show up in public, and get underwear thrown at them. You know. Yeah. I think you. Could, I, I mean, Hugh Jackman's. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I throw a pair of jockeys at him. Oh yeah, he's a badass. Is that, it's Wolverine, right? Is he Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's badass yeah. individual. Badass. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a machine. He's a machine. He's got deadlifts. Yeah. He's like, I watched one of his workout uh, routines before, and the guy was like an animal. He was like, he was like, you, you, you could probably go into WWE and probably wrestle and probably kick some ass. He, he could, he could, he could definitely, um, I think he could hold his own, you know, yeah. and that MMA, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I John wouldn't want John Jones, I wouldn't want to, well, he's, he's he? Tom Jackson. Jones, no, Jack. Oh, I was gonna say, Tom Jones is pushing 80, I think, at this point. Easily. Easily. 52. Hugh Jackman, you look good for 52. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He was up there, yeah. He was, uh, it's a silver fox. I mean, I'm a Ryan Reynolds guy, but he is a sexy Hugh Jackman's player. not bad either. Yeah. Who's not? Who's not? Who's, uh, uh, you both being uh, Bostonians and all, who are kind of like your uh, – who's your uh, – I don't know if the word is like, like your pinnacle, like who you hold in the highest regard. Oh yeah. yeah. So like if yeah, I mean I know you're saying like so the one that the one the Boston natives, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, so you would, oh, so you would have to go. <laughs> I would think the most sensible of them, and probably the one you want to bring home to mom, would be Matt Damon. He seems to be the nicest of the Boston guys. You know, like you know he gets along with everyone. He's a very nice guy here in public. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the asshole would definitely be uh, Mr. Uh, Dirt Diggler himself. Uh, Mark Although yeah. my dad did meet Mark Wahlberg one day, um, during, he was on a job site and Mark was filming a movie and he got a picture of him. So he was nice, I guess. So maybe, maybe all we, but I mean, he does have a, a checkered past from, from his, uh, old days, Mr. Wahlberg. So. Yeah, that's what they say. You know, he, uh, we know what the checkered past too, but it seems like he, um, you know, like he, he kind of shedded all that skin, you know, once, yeah. once Hollywood kind of took off, you know, he really, he really moved beyond it. I was thinking the guy that uh, would be held in, in, you know, since you mentioned nice guys, is um, 
uh, John Krasinski, the guy from The Office. Mm, I, don't, okay. I didn't realize he was involved until like a day ago. Yeah, yeah. Chris Evans is too. Chris Evans, you know, Captain, you know, Captain America. He he's from he Boston. Yeah, yeah. Well, Massachusetts. Hey. We'll just say Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. And do you know who else is from Massachusetts? Uh, Tom Brady's baby mama, uh, Bridget Monahan. Right. Yeah. Oh, Bridget. Bridget. Oh yeah, the no. first baby mama, not the second. First baby mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said Giselle. Giselle That's yeah. a strange Massachusetts name, Giselle. We had Boston accent. She has. I can't understand a word she's saying. <laughs> what is Giselle saying? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. I was. I was um, yeah, the, the Boston's really weird after celebrities. I don't know if you guys seen the uh, John Cena thing he did today. His apology. So apparently he he insul- he insulted China by calling oh. Taiwan a country. By mistake. Oh, that's and, an insult. Oh, I, I guess so because the Chinese don't recognize Taiwan as a country. I guess it's because they they separated from. Like, I don't know the history of Taiwan, but all I know is that they declared independence and they think they're a country, but China doesn't. But because uh, the new uh, Fast and the Furious thirty three is out and it's like in it's like premiering in China or something like this, I guess right. uh, his um his PR got very nervous and they made him apologize to China in Mandarin. I don't know if you guys have seen this video. No. It's got to sound terrible. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's in front of a video, and he starts off a little English, and then he goes off, and I think it's loosely translated into, I'm sorry I called Taiwan a country, but it's all in Mandarin. Huh. Really? Very uncomfortable. So, yeah. It's, you, guys, <laughs> you should take a look at this thing. And, and his Mandarin is, I don't know if he's really good at acting or he's really good at speaking you know, Mandarin, because he actually, it seems like he understands what he's saying and he's very animated with it and stuff. I'm like, hmm. and now, John wow. Cena, he, he grew up literally a mile down the road from my house up here in uh, northeast of Massachusetts. And uh, I, wow. he, there's not a lot of people that speak Mandarin up here. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to go on a limb here. <laughs> so he picked that up. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I, I took a hunch that there wasn't. You know, yeah. Um, Maybe you learned that. I, well, I'm just blown away that that was an ins- like, like did he say it while he was in China, and that's why they're like, like, and they're like that, that's why I rubbed their feathers, you know. Uh, I, it had something to do with uh, how, I guess China's been putting pressure on Taiwan. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a very tense situation over there, and I think he was talking about how his movie was being premiered over there, and he said, you know, in the countries of China and the countries of Taiwan, and he pissed off the Chinese government i guess and that's one that's one group of people you wow. probably don't want to piss off is the chinese government that's crazy i got a i got a i got an ancestry.com joke about uh you know <laughs> taiwanese and chinese like i mean just I'm, it's like an act out i mean i, I don't do an impression yeah i'm not um these days you know, just, oh, can't yeah do I'm, just doing, I'm like drawing comparisons between like you thought you were one thing but you might be another mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. And I always do a Taiwanese and Chinese comparison. Luckily, I'll never have to apologize because I'm not going to get cast in Fast and Furious. That's right, because Fast and Furious 38 is coming up next summer. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, no, it's come out a couple months. Did you? Did you? Could you ever imagine For when? No, there's a lot of them coming. I don't know which one they're up to now. They're at least no, 10. There's a new one coming out. I know because I had to take my mom to see it. My mom fucking loves Fast and the Furious. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. My mom could school me on fucking Fast and the Furious. I, I don't know why, but she fucking loves it. It makes the I, okay. That's why John Cena was apologizing because he's in it apparently. 
Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a bad guy. But how? Yeah. Would, but like after uh, Paul Walker died, did you think there were going to be thirty more Fast and the Furious after that? Oh, like, I knew there would because there was that movie made over a fucking billion dollars. No, because now what they're doing is they're getting so many international celebrities together. Yeah. That like it's just going to make money because that celebrity internationally is so big, people are going to go see it. People yeah, like the, the, the appeal continues to grow. I imagine. Um, you know. Well, do you remember when Fast and the Furious 1 came out? I can tell you when it was. It was like 2002-ish, right? Yeah, I had, it was. I, yeah. I just got my license. I got a speeding ticket, leaving the movie theater, because I thought after watching that movie, I was so amped up. I just I was doing donuts in the parking lot. I had a Jeep Wrangler, which is not a racing car at any stretch of an imagination. I was doing donuts in the parking lot, and I, was, I blew through a light, and I, I you know, did a thing where my tires squeaked. And as soon as I left the movie theater parking lot, I took a hot right. I just got the flashing blues behind me. And the cop goes up to me and he goes, he's like, are you some kind of asshole? Why are you driving this way? And I said to him, I go, I go I'm sorry, officer. I go, I, I just left Fast and the Furious. And I'm like, oh, my God. He looked at me like I was the biggest idiot in the world. And he, he walked over and he gave me a $150 ticket for reckless driving. And he goes, don't be an asshole. And he just walked away and I go, I go, how am I going to explain this to everyone when I have to tell them? That? I, say, well, I, I watched Fast and the Furious. I got excited. <laughs> you know, it's funny. If you watch them, and I have watched all of them, if you watch them, and starting at the first one, the first one's pretty not bad. The first one's not bad, and the series starts off somewhat plausible. And then each one gets a little bit more ridiculous and amping up how ridiculous it could possibly get. Yes. And yeah. it's, I think they're going to go to the fucking moon in the next one somehow. I think that's <laughs> yeah. the plan. I'm, I'm pretty sure. You're laughing, it, but they, I'm not kidding. Like, I'm not sure. The Tokyo Drift, like Lunar Drift. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I love Lunar Drift. I well, love it. I remember when the second one came out, my buddy's like, yeah, they're coming out with Fast and Furious too. I go, I go, really? Like, what are they going to do? He's like, dude, they're going to be in boats. There's boats. And I was like, well, what? He's like, yeah, they're going to be fast boats. Okay, and I go, no. wasn't that the premise of Speed 2? No, 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 Speed no, 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 see, there was a boat, but it was just a yacht, and that was like the bad guy's uh, little yeah. hangout spot. Yeah, it yeah. was focused on cars, though. Don't, oh, there you go. There you don't go. mess with my Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, never seen, I've never seen any Fast and Furious movie ever. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. There, I feel like you need... You they're need addictive. one mindless action series still out there. There really aren't any. You know, no, you need you like something watch. to zone out to. You know? Yeah, but you can watch them at any time. Like if they're like, they always put yeah. them like on TNT or like USA. Like I'll watch, like I'll start in the middle of it and just watch it because I'm like, I'm intrigued. I don't know yeah. why. I'm just them. You can, you yeah, can also no. play a, a drinking game of how many times Vin Diesel says we're family. He's like family. We don't abandon family. Family always comes to help. It's always about family. Yeah, I mean, he fucking calls fans, says family hey, all the time. You can drink anything you want, as long as it's a Corona. Then, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's still in all of these, but I, I really love how people have, have dropped off. Like Tyrese dropped off. Um, I believe, right? Tyrese is, isn't in these anymore. I don't think so. Is Ludacris still in them, too? Is he still? Uh, I think he's in this last one, yeah. Is he? Oh, God. I mean, I guess he's not doing anything else these days, so. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris Bridge got a little time to kill. Um, and, you know, but, yeah, Vince stuck around. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, you know, um, The Rock, you know, salute to, to a king. 
You know, Jason Statham. Well, Diesel was only Diesel didn't do the second one. He didn't do that one because he did it was going to be weird, and he only showed up at the very end of Tokyo Drift. Am I correct on my my fast facts? No, you're right. And then he realized his career was doing shit. He's like, this works, and then he came back. Because he did Triple X instead of Fast Two. Triple X. Why are we talking about Vin Diesel's career? Like we're like we're really like a documentary. Like Vin Diesel. He's like like we're talking about Tom Cruise. Well, but like, look, but he he make he makes smart money decisions because yeah. when all that was going on, you know, he, his career sucked, blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden the motherfucker gets the role of Groot. That's true. Yeah. By and saying it, I mean, just "I am Groot," I am yeah. Groot. I am Groot. That's money. That's just money. Money. That's hand over fist for doing yeah. nothing. Like you said, you're saying I am Groot. Do you Three know? Words. Do you know Vin Diesel's real name? Uh, Vincent. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not even anything close. Isn't it? Wait. It's. Is it Sinclair? Something Sinclair. Something Sinclair. What is it though? Do you know? Trivia. Overton Sinclair. Is it, it is. Is it Mark? Mark Sinclair. It's Mark Sinclair. Okay. Mark Sinclair. Mark Sinclair. If you he know does. that, does he turn around? Like if you if you see him walking down like Rodeo Drive, like Mark. Mark. Born in nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah, he's he's over fifty. I'm kidding. Oh, yeah, that shit. Looks good. Yes, yeah, Mark Sinclair. Um, how do you get Vin Diesel from Mark Sinclair? I don't know. But, you know, there must have been a reason. Yeah, everybody's got their thing. Mark Sinclair doesn't sound like a badass, like, superhero name. You know what no. I mean? Like, here's his, he sounds like a guy who does my taxes. Like, this is Mark Sinclair. <laughs> <laughs> I work for TPA. Yeah, TPA, <laughs> Mark Sinclair. No, I'm going to blow up a uh, building. And, uh, oh, you know, guys, you know. He definitely sounds like an educated man. Dr. Mark Sinclair. Yeah. Um, um, you know, um, paleontologist Mark Sinclair, um, <laughs> CNN host. So this is Mark Sinclair reporting live from Baghdad. I have okay. your tax return. Is that Vin Diesel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, reporting live from Baghdad, and I have your tax That guy looks like Vin Diesel. Is that Vin Diesel? He says his name's Mark Sinclair, though. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be. <laughs> Adam's mom's watching CNN. She's like, Mark Sinclair. He looks a lot like Vin Diesel from my favorite series of movies. <laughs> my favorite series. Uh, I got I to gotta say my favorite <clears throat> series, like movie series by far, um, The Bourne, in any, any of the Jason Bourne films. Those are good. Now, yeah. the, the, the fourth one they had come out a couple of years ago, it was like so unnecessary, though. It felt like just like a, a tack on. That was, I don't even remember it. I remember, the, I remember one through three, and then there was the fourth one that came out. Um, yeah. We're not talking about the Jason Renner one, right? No, I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking about Jason Bourne with Matt Damon. Or what's the guy there who plays Hawkeye in, uh, in Avengers? Fuck uh, um, Jeremy Reiner. Jeremy Reiner, yeah. <laughs> not, his, not his movie, right? I can't stand him. I don't know. It's something about his face. You know, some people, you look at them, and it's nothing personal. They just have the face. A face. You just... It's because he looks, he looks like Dr. Todd, a guy we know. Oh, oh well. He's got a yeah, resting asshole face. Yeah, just like a... Yeah. Nice. I'm trying to... I'm, trying to I'm, I'm working towards that myself. No, no. If you don't want people talking to you on the train, resting asshole face is the best because no one's going to approach you. You know what I mean? Just sit there and just be yeah. like... It's tough of a mask on, though, because no one can tell you. You know what I mean? It's like they see your eyes up. <laughs> it's like you're looking at them, you know? Exactly. Well, you, can, you, can, you can express as, uh, assholeness through your eyebrows. Sure. Give them an interesting look, you know? 
you know, maybe if you get a powerful yeah. growl, yeah. I yeah. just try to avoid eye contact in public at all at all costs. You know. Yeah, you know, if I just don't have to talk to anyone, you know, the mask thing was great because it's like you didn't have to like make weight cough. That's the only thing I want to miss about the mask is that I could cough and don't have to cover my mouth. I could say stuff under my mask, like out loud into my head, like a crazy person. No one can hear me. (laughs) That's about all. (laughs) So my, I'm gonna forget I don't have a mask on in public one day, and I'm gonna be like. what the fuck is that guy's problem? And I'm like, look at me. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna start talking to yourself. It's wild, man. Because I wild. talk to myself all the time, <coughs> but it, it never actually made my lips move. I just talked to my head. And then once I had the mask on, I was like, I could just talk to myself, and no one knows I'm talking to myself. Oh. Now people are gonna see me talking to myself, and I'm gonna be like a fucking lunatic. I'm constantly, I'm constantly mouth moving, talking to myself. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> not even about like. And it's always about, like, how stupid I am, you know, <laughs> or something I did. I'm never really critiquing society. I'm always yeah. like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you like, why is your foot so fucking small? You know, stuff like that. It's weird. <laughs> like, you got the smallest foot. You know? Like, why the fuck are these people not reacting in the Zoom comedy club right now? What the fuck's everyone's problem right now? You know, like, you they are. To, to go back real quick on the Zoom thing, I just thought of something that happened that I thought was very insultive. It's like, no, when you go, like, when you shut off your, your Zoom and you shut off your camera and your name pops up, I was in the middle of a joke and I just seen, like, a name pop up. I'm like, that motherfucker just shut off his camera to probably go take a piss. And he's like, I, I, at least I know you're leaving. I see your name popped up there. You know what I mean? At least just leave and see an empty seat. Make, give me some dignity. Don't pretend you're, like, you're trying to be coy. Fucking shit. That shit, man. Yeah, I, I think people are over it, you know, over the Zoom pretty soon. Looking uh, at, yeah. you know. I think so, too. Um, oh, shit, where is it? We're close to the end here. Yeah. Dave, I'm going to give you, uh, tell us what you're plugging. What's, you have a website or anything going on, tour dates, stuff like that nature? Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm starting to uh, put together a show, uh, like a one-man show that I'm hoping I can yeah, feature around the country, different festivals, Yeah. Uh, called Small Town Black. Okay. Right, so I'm trying to put that together right now. I'm hoping I get into uh, the Milwaukee French Festival. I'll, I'll do it around Chicago, do some dry runs, some pop-up shows of that. So people keep watching for that, a small town. Black. I'm from a town of 26,000 people called Freeport, Illinois. Okay. And uh, it's all really just about really being from a small town mm-hmm. from the perspective of a former resident that happens to be black. Okay. Nice. Is it a is it a it's comedy based? I'm assuming, right? Comedy based, yeah. Comedy based, one man show, monologue, more monologue esque than than stand up. Yeah, know? yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, doing that. Um, you know, and then got my website, damegrant.com. You know, I'll, I'll put updates as they come to me there. Um, you know, and always looking to get booked. Yeah. Reach out. Awesome. Well, everyone, awesome. Else, check it out if you're in the Chicago area. Come see you. Wait, wait, uh, what's your uh, place you usually go to in Chicago to do some work? Is it like a small little dive bar or do you have a, you have a place like everyone has their favorite, fa- favorite place to go to do some comedy? Oh, Zany's by far. Zany's Zany, Comedy yeah. Club, Chicago, yeah. downtown. You know, there's two. There's one in Rosemont and Burbs and then there's one downtown Chicago in Old Town. That's, that's my, what I consider my home club. I've been to the Zany. one in Rosemont. My hotel was right next to it. I mean, my wife went to a show there one night. It was awesome. Yeah. Was a nice little club. Yeah. yeah so. Cool, yeah, man. that's a that's a beautiful setup with the big benches and everything. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Yeah. 
What about you? And, and then for you guys, but the main club you guys go to is it the uh, the Boston Comedy Club, the one in like? No, no that, oh god. So we had back in the day to go a little history. Okay. We had the the Comedy Connection, which was in downtown Boston. It was the biggest club there, and there was two of them. There was one in Providence, and there was one in Boston. So the 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 headliners would do Fridays and Saturdays in Boston, and they would do Thursdays and Sundays in Providence. And they would, do, they would go back and forth. And it was a great, it was right in downtown where like Fannie Hall was, where all the shops and stuff was. Great club. Yeah. And they closed that down, uh, oh God, probably about know, 10, 15 years ago. And what happened was they moved them to different locations. So like instead of having a home base, it was like at a, you know, this nightclub for a little bit of time. And this, like, this place called Nick's Comedy Stop. It's been in five different locations, but it's like the comedy place to go to. Yeah. Um, so now we get, you still get Nick's it's, it's over in the uh, theater district. It's in the basement of like one of the theaters, which is kind of, it's a cool little, like small little black box type theater type thing. Um, and then you have, um, laugh Boston, which they built about five years ago, which is the big one up in Boston now. So now all the comics go to laugh unless they do. Yeah. Unless they're doing like a, um, like something like the pulse of blues or something that's like a little bit bigger of a venue. Laugh Boston. Yeah. It holds about, Oh, Adam, how many you say we went to Laugh Boston for that comedy Christmas? Oh, party, that was, right? it was tiny. I liked like, it. That was very intimate. 200 you know, people, uh, maybe. Yeah. That's probably, you know, maybe. people set up maybe. and everything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that's the, that's the big one up there in Boston's Laugh. So and to, when, I, when I think, when I hear intimate comedy club, I think you, you make love in that comedy club. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe some do. The lights dim <laughs> and the microphone becomes your friend. You know, the lights are low. It's passionate. Well, passionate. A little side note, I did have, I do have a friend who's a former co-host of ours, um, who is a comic, and he did make love in the basement of a comedy club with a free promotional condom from my college that did not work. So, it could happen. And so now, and now he has a kid that's how? Um, hopefully not. I, I mean, this was, <laughs> this was over a decade ago, and uh, I would think that there would be some something brought to the attention by now, but... Uh, I worked, for, I, I worked for a radio station in college and for a promotional thing, we came up with an idea of giving them condoms and they were the absolute worst condoms ever. I mean, literally you could poke your hand through the condom. And uh, so he was in a pinch. We're doing a show and I had a bunch on me. He's like, dude, you have a condom? I got, yeah, I get these promotional ones. And he's like, yeah, that's, I'll do. And I tossed it to him and he goes, two pumps in. It was like when you were a kid and you're doing those balloon animals and just it's popped. Wow. <laughs> so, <And> so <laughs> Wow! Yeah, that's 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 tricky. With a that's girl, he, with a girl he just met while he was on stage. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that both of them, you know, had the had the the gumption to get out there and do it. That's right. You know, you know, so respectfully love, with yeah. each other's permission. You know. So yeah. so, back love can be made in a comedy club. <laughs> there you go. That's true. Remember that, kids. Love can be made in a comedy. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> Well, Dave, man, thank you for joining us. Man. It was awesome. Yeah, thanks for joining us, man. It was great seeing you. This is awesome, man. Guys, thanks for having me so much. I had a blast. Uh, this, is, this is a great conversation. I haven't done this in a while. So uh, I appreciate y'all checking my podcast out and having me. And uh, hope we get to see each other in person one day. Yeah, man. You're in, you you're in Boston. You guys are in Chicago, let me know. Yeah, and if you bought likewise, you're Boston. Yeah, if you ever make it here, please yeah. do. So. Absolutely. Absolutely, fellas. We'll you can do. get cheap flights, Boston to Midway. You can get like Southwest flights for like $69 sometimes. So it's like, there you go. So, don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. <laughs> hey, we're open now, so hopefully we'll yeah. see you. Cool, brother. All, All right, right, man. Well, have a good night. All right, fellas. Have a good night, have a good night. Man. Thanks again. Good day, later. See you later, man. Later. All right. He's a fun guy to talk to, huh? Yeah, we've uh, last couple have been really good. Yeah. Yes. From Shine Flies, which is always good.
He was uh, in a gym. I thought for sure. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, he hey, really hey. was. I said that jokingly. It really was. That was yeah. funny. Dame Grant, everyone. Go check him out on Instagram. What's his Instagram? His Instagram is on the ID84 show. You can get there. Just type in uh, Dame Grant to find him. And obviously, he gave his plugs, and we'll post that in the links below. But yeah, there's another show in the books. I got to stop booking right. people. We I was all booked up till uh, this week, so he was a, he was a trooper too. We actually had him we, we had him booked for last uh, two weeks ago, and we had to reschedule. So um, I, I meant to thank him for that. But uh, thank you for uh, being flexible and coming on and hanging out with two uh, fucking goobers from Boston here, sweating our balls off. This shirt is soaking wet, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's how I'm, I'm getting, I'm sweating, sweat, I'm sweating too a bit, so yeah. You guys don't know what Bucky's is. It's like the world's best, like, roadside, like, rest area type travel center on the road. This one is actually from uh, Georgia. There's some in Georgia, there's some in Florida, and there's one, they started in Texas. So if you're in the road, go to Bucky's. It's great. Oh, shit. Thunder is rolling in. Like, oh, yeah. So Woo! they'll be hitting me in about five, ten minutes. So there you go. All right, sir. All right, so before we get connection lost, uh, whirlwind potato. Got the wrong potato. Working on some stuff. Won't be out for. We'll be out maybe week, week two. Something will happen. Cool. <laughs> and uh, check out the Wicked Explorers. We just posted a video last week of Salisbury Beach in Mass. We did a little documentary on that, so check that out. And of course, the Audi 84 show and all the venues in which you could watch and listen to this great radio program. And until next week, we'll see you guys later. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Hey, sir. Bye. Bye. Bye.